0: Well, this morning with a guest joining us here in the program, we're going to talk chickens here this morning. Krista Hartsook is with us this morning. She's a small farms program coordinator for farm, food, and enterprise development with Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. And, yeah, we're talking chickens here today. Krista, how are you?
1: I am great today, Jim. How are you?
0: Well, very good. You know, anyone who's been to the grocery store recently, uh, you've seen the price on a dozen eggs these days. The prices have gone up, and there, I know there are more than one reason for that these days, right?
1: There really are. You know, not only are we dealing with um, just some supply issue constraints on the feedstock side of things, but the avian influenza outbreak the last several years has really just impacted the overall number of hens that we have in the United States. And so we're naturally then seeing a result. Fewer hens means fewer eggs, which means the price goes up.
0: Well, we enjoy our eggs for breakfast. We uh, Many of the things that we enjoy at other meals, too, we cook with eggs quite a bit. And you realize it once you start to see those prices fluctuate like they have. And, uh, you know, what are your options? I mean, gosh, we think about what else can we do? We're, we're kind of tied to the market, but there are options, correct?
1: There are options. You know, this is a great time of year to do a little bit of planning if you are at all interested in starting with backyard chickens. Um, Of course, anybody out on an acreage or a small farm can do that at any time. Um, But if you're really in a community, I always advise folks to make sure that that is allowed first in your own community. Different communities have different um, variances and allowances in terms of whether or not birds are allowed, uh, the number of birds, you know, containment issues, things like that. So it's always good to first check your city ordinances.
0: It's, uh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to make bad neighbors there, too. You don't want to cause issues in the neighborhood and all, but uh, it's it's one thing to try. And, you know, maybe sharing some of those eggs would help to solve some of those problems, too. But that's a different ball game We'll talk about that some other day. But let's talk about what uh, some of those issues folks need to take a look at. If they're thinking at all about the possibility of maybe starting their own backyard uh, chicken operation, what kinds of things would they need to look at?
1: Sure. The first thing I would want you to look at is to really kind of do that planning now. So that's going to entail taking a look at the space that you have currently to kind of brood those chicks. And when I say brood those chicks, that means keeping them at that above average temperature. They really need to stay around 90 degrees uh, for those first few weeks of life even. And so you want them very contained, uh, very kept away and safe from predators, any cold drafts. Um, anything like that, that might endanger a chick's survivability. And then you're going to want to look a little bit longer term, Jim, in terms of what kind of coop space might you have? Where am I going to put these things when they're a little bit bigger and need a little bit more space even? Um, so it's, it's doing some planning now that kind of helps you along the lines later on. Another great thing to think about is what type of bird do you want? They're, you're going to see catalogs from all of the different hatcheries in Iowa, We have quite a few within the state and quite a few different breeds that are available for folks to raise. But one thing I like to suggest and recommend to folks is that they really look for those heavier breeds of chickens. As we know, right now, it's really cold in Iowa. And so those heavier breeds do a little bit better in the winter with those cold
0: temps. For folks who maybe grew up on a farm or or have friends that uh, farmed and kind of have maybe a little bit of knowledge in this, so they can kick that door open a little quicker, uh, that's one thing. But uh, then there are going to be other folks who maybe are at a different area of the spectrum, thinking maybe they want to do this, but uh, maybe we're city dwellers and and don't know much about it. Is it is is there enough information out there for them to find what they need to get started?
1: And that's a great question, Jim. And we honestly we have a course available from ISU Extension and Outreach where I will walk you through step-by-step how to make sure those chickens are brooding really well and their survivability is good, and then how to walk them through later stages of life, too. So that's available free if they go to the Iowa State Extension Outreach online store um, and search Getting Started with Backyard Chickens. They will find that course and can take that anytime on their own, Um, and it'll help them feel a little bit more confident in what they're going to do.
0: Okay. Well, you talked about researching the types of breeds that might work best for you. Uh, Talked about the early stages once you received those. Uh, What is that process like? I mean, you're not just running down to the chicken store and buying chickens and bringing them home. Where (laughs) where, where are folks going to find those?
1: Yeah, if you're ordering birds through a reputable hatchery in Iowa, you're really going to have those birds arrive then through the post office. They come through the mail. Um, And then generally the post office will call you pretty early in the morning and have you come down and pick those up. Um, A great opportunity then to kind of really get those birds started off on the right foot is to hand dip each beak of those birds into water so they get a good drink right away when they arrive and then have food and consistent water available for them at all times.
0: Okay. Okay. And uh, when it comes to doing this now, this isn't going to be like, uh, we're going to get chickens today and have eggs tomorrow.
1: (laughs) It is not. And that's always another good point to remind folks that it does take time. So while you may be ordering now uh, for spring arrival, even, then you're not going to see any egg production for about five to five and a half months, depending on the type of breed you select. So generally, it's a good rule of thumb that you probably won't see eggs until that September-ish timeframe.
0: Okay. Well, and we kind of joked about it, to calling it backyard chickens and things, but is it literally something, depending upon size and space and, and, and ability to do it, something that can be done just in a backyard?
1: It really can be. You know, again, check with your city ordinances to see what is allowed, um, but there are a lot of communities that are really adopting this as we look to help cultivate that, that locally grown food source And that opportunity to teach a little bit of responsibility to our kids, but a lot of different communities uh, will now allow for backyard chickens. And as long as you have adequate coop space and the ability um, to kind of keep good neighbor relations in there, um, I tell folks it's a great opportunity to explore.
0: How much real work is there in doing this? It's it's not just a matter of having some coop space and setting up uh, chickens and away you go. There's got to be some work that has to be done on a regular basis. This is a commitment, right?
1: It is a commitment. You know, it's like getting any kind of animal um, on your property, whether you adopt a dog or a cat or anything else. You know, we tell people that's for the life of that animal. You are making a commitment to them. So you're going to have to be the one when it is out there now at minus whatever temperature we have in Iowa, you're going to need to make sure your animals have sod water source, a good feedstock, adequate bedding to keep them warm in the winter. Um, you're going to need an electrical supply to your coop if you're running a heat lamp per se. You know, so it, it's a consistent chore that you're going to have um, once you do adapt those chickens and, and make that
0: commitment. Uh, but folks do make that commitment and it seems like in uh, many cases they have some success.
1: It is. It's one of those really fun um, enterprises to have on any kind of property that you have. Chickens have great little personalities. And I tell folks it's a great way to introduce your kids uh, to some responsibility if you're looking for that route, too. Um, You know your kids are pretty safe out there collecting eggs or cleaning out a coop. um, And it's a great way to involve them in where their food supply comes from, too.
0: Okay. Well, Krista, is there a lot of expense in getting something like this set up?
1: No, there's really not. It's one of our, our generally um, less expensive enterprises to get started with. Again, you do need to make that commitment for some sort of coop, shelter uh, for your birds. But if you have a garden shed that could even part of it could be converted into something like that, that's a great way to get started. And then you're obviously going to have some expense in some feed and some equipment to keep water in front of the birds. Um, and, and then you're going to be good to go.
0: All right. Very good. It's uh, maybe a personal project or, as you mentioned, something you can do with the kids, too, and give them an opportunity to enjoy and have some fun and and also learn a little bit, too, about that process. Very good. Well, and if folks want to know more, again, you mentioned you've got that online course. Where can they find that?
1: Again, that's at the Iowa State University Extension Outreach Online Store. And if they just do a quick search um, for Getting Started with Backyard Chickens, that course will come up, and it's free of charge.
0: They can find plenty more. All right, very good. Krista Hartsook, Small Farms Program Coordinator for Farm, Food, and Enterprise Development with Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. Wow, that's a mouthful, Krista.
1: <laughs> it really is. Does that but all f- we're here to help.
0: Yeah, so. I hope that all <laughs> fits on the badge. Very good. Well, thank you so much for the time here today. appreciate it. And uh, we'll see if we can maybe... Uh, Take care of a little bit of that egg production ourselves.
1: There you go.